Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. The football season is here, and I don't know how to feel about it. So I talked to Megan Gailey, one of my favorite people that has ever been on this show. She's one of my favorite people in life. Um, without Megan Gailey's comedic talents, uh, my wife and I do not live in a house, and that's 100% true. And if you know us, I will explain that. And if you don't know us, guess why? Figure that out. It's probably a lot more boring than you think it is. Uh, last year, because I am a, a new father, I decided to watch every single Chicago Bears game and recap with friends of the Chicago Bears and other teams. Megan was on that series. And maybe more importantly, Megan is the biggest football fan I know that's not insane. So I wanted to talk to her sort of as a preview to the 2020 season. We recorded this the half an hour before kickoff of the Chiefs game. So if anything crazy happens in the Chiefs game, we clearly do not talk about it because it was recorded beforehand. Um, something that did happen that's a little crazy this year is uh, COVID uh, destroyed jobs. And that's why we now have a Patreon account. You could donate to that at youmethemeverybody.com in this here podcast description. If you're listening to this show on Spotify or iTunes, please go to youmethemeverybody.com for that Patreon link. Without further ado, we are ready for some football. The reason why I wanted to not not stop you, but because we were just talking about uh, fun, cool shit uh, and not being able to do it. Do you still consider the NFL fun, cool shit? I... I, I... Like fun in the sense of it is. I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm excited. It's it's feels like a return to some amount of normalcy. But I'm like pretty scared for a lot of different bad factors that could happen. Is it fair to say that there's like three bad fa- three things? Number one, the social inequities, the racial injustice that have been happening yes. forever. If Trump is reelected like that next weekend in football might be very difficult to watch. Is that one of them? Yes. And like, it's almost, I think that, you know, these bad things at the, these murders at the hands of police are not stopping, you know? So there, there could be another one. I hope and pray that there isn't, but there could be one. And, and you see, what happened with the NBA and them Mm -hmm. stopping play. And it's like, you just know that the NFL will not handle that situation as thoughtfully as the NBA and NBA like organizations. Oh yeah. That's of course. Yeah. So that's, that's one. And another one is COVID. COVID. And then I think the third one is specific to your team. You now have a bigot quarterback. Do you say bigoted? Bigot quarterback. (laughs) Yes. Oh God. I. I mean. I. That's. That's like a. That's almost like a one A to me. The third one is that there were no preseason games and there's been minimal contact, uh, okay. and I think there's going to be a massive amount of injuries, and I think some of the injuries could be like quite traumatic. So that's the thing that's interesting about your most recent bubble machine episode is I didn't even consider that, and that's not okay. something I'm seeing if I'm like going to ESPN. That's not the common talk. I think right now the NBA is taking all the air out of the room because it's just actually good. Uh huh. And people don't want to talk about like week one injuries that sideline people for the entire season. Well, uh, like think about how kind of clunky, with all due respect, those initial bubble games were. Oh sure. And and that's basketball. I mean, these games, these NFL games are going to be clunky. And when you add in clunky in an already dangerous setting, 
it, it could be really, really disastrous. So this makes me think of it's going to go one of two ways. Do you have any predictions of how you think it's going to go? I think that like people have asked me to join fantasy leagues, keeper mm-hmm. leagues, and I'm like, uh-uh. there, this is going to be it. You, you know, like you never know who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. We don't know if we're going to make it at all to the Super Bowl. And I, there's not one team that I'm like, oh yeah, th- they would be able to withstand their star quarterback going down. You know, like if Mahomes goes down, God forbid, I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I love him and his ketchup loving heart. But if he goes down, you don't know what the, like, you're always one snap away from like catastrophe in the NFL and it just feels heightened this year. Oh, completely agree. But in a weird way that makes it more exciting. It levels the playing field, like truly no pun intended where it's like, yeah, I mean, the Titans could be in the Super Bowl. Like the bills could win the division this year. There's, there's really a lot of wild stuff that's fun i just and and you always like we're gonna have a brady list patriots for the first time that's really fun and interesting and i want to see what happens i'm just hoping that it's not because of really really bad things happening that we get to see these interesting storylines i'm convinced that no matter what happens in terms of injuries and covid this season will have 16 regular season games are you convinced of that no oh really No, because I I just don't know. These owners are such wild cards that like they love money, but they also don't want to be made a fool of. And I think if any of their egos get checked, it could it could be curtains. I also I don't know what's going to happen in November. And Mm. and and I think there's. Yeah, there's going to be the most important election of our lifetime Mm -hmm. for sure and smack in the middle of this season that's already kind of on thin ice that i don't know what i don't know what will happen uh the the big news that you did not touch upon in the bubble machine that isn't actually nfl related but it's football related is kaepernick's back in madden and due to what we've just discussed it's not crazy to think that a team will need a starting quarterback sooner rather than later. Right. Do you think Kaepernick takes a snap in 2020 in the NFL? I think there's definitely a chance. I think it's totally up to him though. And I don't know, you know, you hear like Tony Kornheiser, I think is always like, I don't know if he actually wants to be a football player anymore, Mm -hmm. which is like totally understandable. Oh yeah. But if he wants to play, I think he will play this year. Do you think it's this is completely serious? Do you think it's more or less likely that he'll play in the NFL in 2020 or the XFL in 2021 in a bubble setting? I think it's more likely he will play in the NFL okay. because I think his brand is such that like <laughs> you'll like this. I think I we I keep being like is Sarah Cooper going to be on SNL and it's like oh she's beyond SNL now. Like maybe she'll host yeah. it. And that's kind of how I feel about Kaepernick. It's like he's okay. really he's really beyond doing anything else at at this point. I think he would be, Oh, I think he has more of a chance for like running for a public office than playing in the XFL. But if I'm the rock and I'm going to build a league around someone, I'm going to build it around the former commissioner of the XFL son, Andrew Luck or Kaepernick. Yeah. Because these are two guys that still have their brain. They could do good things with the platform and if they actually produce it in a bubble like they've been talking about, 
this will be a huge success. This could actually be the spring football minor leagues that real football fans would enjoy. I don't know if you are, I, I you know, I'm on like some weird Indianapolis, like dark web things. And the, all the reports there are like, looks like really, really happy and does not regret his decision whatsoever. Oh no, because he went to an Ivy league school and he's not an idiot. Of course he's fine, but you could throw a ton of money at somebody and they'll do pretty much anything. And yeah, if you give them ownership stake in one of the eight clubs, yes. why not? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I could see luck wanting to own. I could mm-hmm. see Peyton wanting to own. Um, I just, I think they're going to have to go kind of like younger um, to get a star. It'll be interesting to see if any of the, I think college is clearly the worst of the football, yes. anything. And yes. inevitably someone that's like, that was inevitably going to go in the first round or two is going to get COVID and possibly never be able to play football again. And I think that Mm -hmm. will scare some college players into going straight into the XFL because they're not NFL eligible. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, the, the positive is I think for college athletes, the more avenues to making money, the Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, if they want to go XFL and bypass, you know, junior, senior year, I'm like, fuck yeah, do yeah. that. Like, we're going to see a ball be drafted in the top three in the NBA. And he didn't play in college ever. He, he didn't even play in high school, yeah. you know, like you don't have to go that route anymore. And, and I think that's good um, because you want these guys to be able to get paid for yes what they're doing as soon as possible and yeah i i and it it seems like the xfl you're less likely to get hurt because like a it you know it almost feels like arena well no i guess their whole thing is they like they're like we will fuck you up (laughs) no Um, one got massively okay so in the 2001 edition someone was uh no longer able to play football from the literal first play of the game uh, in the 2001 edition, there wasn't a kickoff. There was a scrum, and so there were two guys ran for the ball, and one guy like dislocated his shoulder or something on the first play of the first down of the first everything in the XFL. Clearly, they got rid of that. And in the 2020 edition, it was going really well, and people were super happy with the product, especially the DC team because they played in the soccer stadium. So it was uh-huh. the perfect size, and it made a lot of sense because it filled that void of, like, what's what are we going to watch in February? Like, the NBA is sort of getting started. Hockey, you only care about your team. Like, it was the perfect, like, it was a perfect appetizer for April sports, but clearly that all went away during COVID. So yeah. I didn't think we'd be talking about the XFL this much. I apologize. <laughs> Based on right now, we are recording this before kickoff of maybe one of the most, probably the most, no, the second most exciting game of week one. Who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Um, I, I, I think the Chiefs have definitely a chance to be back there mm-hmm. because they just seem kind. They they seem like an organization that is like solid. And Andy Reid has weathered a lot in his life. Absolutely. So if there's anybody. And like get them focused and be like, this is what we're doing. And and I think defending a championship in this would be really um, like a fire underneath, you know, it seems it's so hard to do in football. This seems like maybe it will be easier to do because okay. of all the factors. So from the AFC, I would say 
them. And then from the NFC, it's like, I, I guess the Bucks. Just because um, of Peyton? No, Jesus Christ, I said Peyton. I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. Freudian slip there. Yes, because of Brady. I mean, I think because of him. I think because of Gronk. I think because of um, Leonard Fournette. Like, they, they really have gotten a lot of guys and it seems like but then you also think about belichick and it's like he's so well suited yeah. to be in this type of season because he really places no value on anyone so you know he's like you're hurt whatever i'm already out in the dumpster picking someone else it's not um, absurd to say that it could be a tampa bay new england super bowl i don't think it's going to happen but i don't think it's absurd no i i don't think any matchup in the Super Bowl is is absurd at this point. Maybe like the Jets. Um, yeah. But there's so many teams that I'm like, gosh, if they just stay healthy and stay in it. And you, I keep thinking about too, like where, where these teams are based playing such a massive role in it too. Mm-hmm. Like Indiana is, is handling things a lot different than California is. And I think in some ways that gives these California-based teams or teams that are in these stricter states a better chance for success because I think they're more likely, less likely to get sick. So I thought that was going to be the case in baseball, but due to the weird playoff structure, that's actually not shaking out. Chicago is doing incredibly well, both the mm-hmm. NL and the AL. And of the major markets, it's probably the safest. Yeah. And yeah. that being said, St. Louis sat the most and they're in second place, therefore they're making the playoffs. So I don't know if that's actually going to translate. Um, I I just think football, it's just so many fewer games sure. that like St. Louis was able to, even though they have so many fewer games, they were able to make up ground where I think if in football you just can't. You that's know, true. If, if you if you lose three in a row because someone's ill or injured, you're fucked. Especially I'm, based on your division. Because of the absurdity of the season, because of the the lack of preseason, I'm convinced that the only teams that have a shot are teams that have been together two-plus years. Right? Mm-hmm. Instantly mm-hmm. eliminating Tampa Bay. Like, no, not mm-hmm. everyone's going to be able to catch up to Brady except Gronk, and Gronk's going to be injured in like... Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm they're already out of it for me. So I'm thinking it's going to be people that I don't agree with at all politically. I think it's going to be like a Saints Steelers Super Bowl. Oh god, I would I don't even know if I could watch that. Yeah, but you like, will. Of yeah, but I'll, but I won't like it. No, you I won't. um I yeah, you almost wonder like can someone like Aaron Rodgers. It does feel really like it's going to be a lot more on the captains and the leaders mm-hmm. of these teams and and that's why the Colts give people are like the Colts are going to be good. It's like I think the Colts defense is going to be good. But like you are asking a bunch of mostly black men to buy into a offense that's now helmed by like a notorious christian white weirdo yeah it's not good this doesn't seem like the climate to want to like be on but then i ty hilton was wearing a philip rivers thing like they're they're going into it like we're all we love philip this is good and it's like oh i think if this starts to turn it's going to go bad real quick i think it's going to be saints i don't want it to be saints i should have made that clear i want of the good teams in the nfc i want it to be seattle 
Mm-hmm. I clearly they're the best coach, the longest one of the longest tenured coach. Their quarterback is amazing. They've been together yeah. a long time. I could see it, it gelling. What's up? Yeah, it could yeah. definitely be Seattle. And then I would love to see the Chiefs again, but like I, I feel like one injury away. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do seem deep though. You know, like and and Kelsey's so big. Mm-hmm. The thing about Mahomes, he he just doesn't seem that like big to me. And so that worries me. The Saints angle is interesting too because they had such a public fuck up. Yeah. Um, you know, Drew Brees did that. They were they really actually did, I think, have to have these conversations probably sooner and way more publicly than other teams did. And you almost wonder if that makes them like stronger as a unit because yes. they went through that. I think together. it does, right? But then you see the Bucks and like and, and maybe the Saints are different because they've had some time between it, but like the Bucks lead this monumental, incredible, like I've never seen before walkout uh, of a game. And then I think it was so much pressure and, 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 and guys trying to do so many different things. Like we were talking about LeBron the other night. It's like LeBron is basically like saving democracy. Oh yeah. And then also trying to score 40 points. Yeah. Like at some point, you're like, I got that. I don't, there's not enough of me to go around. And, and, and I think the Bucks suffered from that a little bit. And I don't think the Saints will, because I don't know. I don't think Drew Brees is like given a no. lot more of himself since then. No. I think he was like, oh, I really fucked up. And now I'm just going to be quiet for a little bit. Do you think Baltimore has any chance of repeating the success from last season? Uh, I do. I love Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, God, someone I don't like went there. RG3? No, I love RG3. You I, do? I, like, yeah, I feel so bad for him. He's delusional. I mean, he thinks he could still like lead a team. Hey, maybe this is his year. Maybe Lamar gets hurt in week 15 and he actually, and RG3 does lead a team to the Super Bowl. It could happen. Don't you think that RG3's delusion is, is kind of warranted though? Like, no. he was uh, he was abused and like left out. I, I think he's living in a past because the the fall was so dramatic and so quick that it's Absolutely. hard for your brain to catch up with that. Yeah, but it's been long enough. There was a really good Washington Post feature last year around week 14, 15 about RG3 and his future and like sort of playing the role. Uh, like his his capacity essentially for the Ravens was to play the opposite team's quarterback every week during practice because obviously Lamar's so good. Mm-hmm. And he's still convinced that he could do it. And I don't think th- – like. <laughs> If you're starting, I think that's what you have to do, though. I think you have to oh. have that mentality. I don't. I I don't agree with you on that. I think the mentality should be: I've been here before. Let me give that guy some veteran experience, so he doesn't have the same pitfalls as me. I, I think RG 3s pitfalls were like purely Washington football team inspired, though. It's hard to disagree he, with anything like. With I think what if you're he saying. had been someplace else I don't think it would have been managed that way I mean I will say one one prediction I'm hoping comes true is that I think there's a chance that an NFL owner is forced to um step down oh yeah in the next in the next um season you're going with Snyder right listen I if it's him great but like it's kind of we've been like look at all this bad shit he did and he's like i'm gonna get to the bottom of it and it's like (laughs) no you're the bottom of it you're the one who did it what um i think jerry jones could really fuck something up i think jerry jones could like have a full-blown freak out do you think jerry jones is the well did you read any of the books about the nfl in the last five years all the ct books and the mark Leibovich book no okay 
D- Jerry Jones is so popular, and yes. the only guy Snyder like the only guy that kind of likes Snyder is Jerry Jones. Well, of course, because they're both like evil in kind of the same way. Like, listen, mm, no, Jerry no, jo- no, no, no. Jerry Jones is someone you actually want to hang out with. No, there's no way. I think yeah, Jerry he's crazy. No, no, he's crazy. I think he, I think he has grabbing by the pussy like vibes. Yes. A hundred percent. Why would I want to hang out with him? Compared to Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder's the guy that's in like the weird corner actually doing it. Jerry Jones is the guy that's like ripped on the couch talking about something that he did 40 years ago. Neither well, are good people. I don't want to hang out with either of them. Neither are good and, people. And I don't think Jerry's going to have to sell. It's just like my fantasy. He's talked to this big talk of like, if you kneel, you're going to get thrown off the team. It's like, mm, pff, bitch, they're all going to kneel. So what are you going to do now? <laughs> I think Jerry Jones uh, depends on the election more than most of the other owners. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't go Trump, I could see Jerry Jones not selling, but dying sooner and there'll be new ownership. Wow. What, how terrible. <laughs> I mean, it it really is like so nice to listen. I know Ursay has, uh, has skeletons and issues too, but like as far as NFL owners, I'm like, I know he's a Democrat. I know he doesn't like Trump. He is tweeting Black Lives Matter. Like, yeah, you have, he, it's a rare situation. It really is. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this is someone who inherited a team. Like, this is actually not even like a guy you root for. He didn't pull himself up by his bootstraps. <laughs> he's truly a rich kid who has very publicly struggled with addiction and demons. And it just so happens that he's in an extremely conservative state and just is, doesn't feel that way. And it's the same with the Simons. Like, I'm like, I can't believe of the two teams. I like both owners are like very public Democrats. Yeah, there's not many. No, no. I bet, I wonder what, like when they have the owners meetings, it's like, are they who I would love them to like rank, you know, when in golf, they like secretly award like favorite player mm-hmm. on the tour and least favorite, which is like kind of fucked up. Honestly, it's like, <laughs> you guys are a bunch of grown men. These aren't even superlatives. You're, like you, a yearbook wouldn't print this. And you're like, this is who we hate the most. It's like, what a bunch of bitches. But I would love the NFL owners to do that. Like rank each other from, from who we like to who we dislike the worst. And I think Jerry Jones really is kind of a hero to a lot of them. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent agree with you. I'm looking through the list now, and I'm I'm gonna guess that Robert Kraft is maybe one of their most favorite because he uh, he he absorbs all of the negative attention. Well, and he also wins, and so they they're like, oh, he was implicated in like a really sad um, sex slave ring. Like they don't fucking care about that. They're just like, look at all of his rings. Even with Putin stealing that one, he still got more than all of us. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just an old loser. <laughs> but like, honestly, are any of them like cool and young? I mean, the closest you could no, none of them are cool or young. The closest you can get to like someone that kind of earned it is the cons in Jacksonville. But like that mm-hmm. dude's an evil dude too. But right, he's a Pakistani right. born Muslim. So like he's checking two boxes that the NFL owners never thought they would check. So I guess that makes him more interesting. But like any given Sunday, it's like, can't we get like a hot woman? No. Like, can we have a little fun? Isn't there like a sassy daughter that's like taken over for her dad with dementia? Like, let's come on. 
you want like a Lakers bus situation going yes, on. Yes, please, please. <laughs> um, speaking of Jenny Genie Bus, is there a divide in your household of what you will watch this evening? Currently, well, the Lakers are playing the Rockets game four of the NBA playoffs. Kickoffs in about 10 minutes uh, from the future of the NFL. What will be on in the Gailey Toledano household? We did have this conversation earlier and I was like, so how are we going to like split it up? And he's like, huh? Like he didn't even, he was, he didn't even think about football. <laughs> um, and so I think it's going to be in one room. Um, we'll have football on and then we'll have basketball on in a different room. And then we'll just be like going in and out of those rooms depending on the game we care about more. Like I want to watch more of the football game sure. and he wants to watch more of the Lakers. Um, so he'll probably come out here. I'll go in there. You know, we, we are talking a lot about what we're going to order to eat and then to cap it all off. I mean, it's not even a cherry on top because it, to me, it's almost like the whole damn pie is I have um, the real housewives of New York reunion episode one. This is great. This is a great night for you. It's a, it's a huge night. I was going to have people over in the backyard um, to watch um, the Real Housewives of New York, but the I went outside for like 10 minutes and I feel ill. Because of the uh, entire West Coast uh, burning. It's really bad. Is I it mean, really? It's, it's dark in our home right now. Like, Jeez. Do you think... CJ, CJ is asthma. Oh, I, I feel bad oh. for the Chargers and Rams. I truly do. I'm well, like, I was going to ask about the going. Niners. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for all of them. I think Vegas is having some mm. issues just because they're close and it's also hot. But yeah, I I I don't know if they're going to have to relocate these games last minute. I guess that's like a security issue and COVID issue at this point. But I don't I I couldn't sit out there, let alone like walk or run. Speaking of sit out out there uh, tonight, I think it's twenty five thousand people will be in Arrowhead Stadium. Um, wait, is it 25,000 or 2,500? I thought it was 25,000. Oh my God. That's, I think it's one quarter of what it could be something to that effect. Because I thought the the Colts are having 2,500 and I was like, "Mm, are you sure that That seems wrong? I think it's 2,500, 25,000 is because I take issue even with the 2,500. It's like, uh, okay, obviously that's like, you could have a person in like every 25th seat and they would be nowhere near somebody. But it's like, think about all the people that then have to come to work for like parking, security, concessions that wouldn't have to be there if there weren't going to be fans there. All right. I'm seeing 16,000. Yeah. 16,000. So we were both okay. very off. That's that's For the Chiefs game. I'm a- my pa- my parents, like, thank God, have have given up their season tickets for the whole year. Now, did they, if because of you and you yelled at them, or because no. that they thought it was okay? They just were like, we don't, we're not gonna feel comfortable going to a game. Would you feel comfortable going to a game if it's an outdoor situation like Arrowhead? Like for my own health, for your yes, own health, okay. But for the health of like what I just said of like all the people that then have to go to work, Mm -hmm. I, I would say no, I would just be like, we'll just watch it at home. Do you think there'll be a situation like the Super Bowl will be announced and it'll be like, we're going to do full capacity, but everyone that is going to the Super Bowl will have to quarantine in that city for like two weeks and tickets will be a thousand dollars. No. no Okay. (laughs) I mean, like there's just no way that they can do it. 
Could you imagine a Super Bowl with 2,500 people, though? The people that go to the Super Bowl are the most selfish, awful people in the universe. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. They're like, I think they'll just have to be like, we can't have any fans. You think it'll be a you think it'll be a fanless Super Bowl? I don't think these people can be trusted. I think the only way you could do it, it's like let's make it a nice thing, and you invite like first response, like grocery mm, store mm-hmm. workers, nurses, and then like Boys and Girls Club of America. And yeah. The only people going are it's low capacity. It's twenty five hundred people, and it's people that are you it, that are like feel good stories. Yeah. Then that I'm one, like that's great. never gonna happen. Well, that's they're so fucking bad like that's the thing they're like protect the shield protect the shield it's like you guys have the worst pr you're yeah. so fucking stupid you're just trying to hide like why don't you try and be proactive ever and they just like can't do it whoever novak Djokovic's pr is it's like oh my god how <laughs> how how is at every turn there is a decision to be made and you make the incorrect decision every single time the nfl has never made the correct decision when presented with it the first time. You're correct. And it's really terrifying to think of, oof, boy. We've talked about this for literally a decade. When do you think you'll ever stop watching? I don't know. I think it would have to get like, because I actually feel hope in the form of, I've been really, (laughs) this is so sad, the bar's so low. I've been so happy that the, that the players have been allowed, and that's the actual word, sadly, have been allowed to express how they feel as black men. Um, And so that actually like fills me with a desire to watch Mm -hmm. and and kind of a desire to be like, I I think the NBA has done things pretty well. I think the NFL will do them poorly. (laughs) So it's sort of like a disaster too. But I think if if the players can get just a little bit more leverage and a little bit more power, which really does feel like this would be the year to do it, I think some actual change could happen and then we would be able to enjoy it for a long time. Um, and I think if if we don't see that this year, I may have to be like, I'm, I'm out. I'm not watching The Real Housewives of Orange County this year. So we're all having to say goodbye to things we love because it's just not, it doesn't line up anymore. Final two questions. Uh, one serious one not. What do you think the Colts record is going to be? I think they'll be 10 and 6. Oh, okay. That's a nice positive playoff team. Is, the defense is very good. Um, listen, Rivers may be bad. He is surrounded by some good weapons. And the division is not that good. Okay. And we have the easy, I think we have the easiest or second easiest schedule in the NFL. So we're, we are set up for success. Final question. This is the most important one. If you and your husband have a child, will you let that child play football? No. <laughs>